1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Dr. Robbins' show Functional Medicine with me. <laughs> uh, each week, we try to bring you the latest information and important information on healthcare, other than what the allopathic doctors look to offer you, which is basically just a, a fix of your symptoms without actually getting rid of your problems dealing with the root causes, and that's what functional medicine does. It uses natural medicine as well as traditional pharmaceutical medicine when necessary to deal with health, health issues and health problems. Um, I always like to begin our show. This is going to be a very important show on a topic you may never have heard about anywhere else, uh, even though it's not new. And uh, it's called SynBiotics. No, not Sim, S-Y-M. S-Y-N is in Nancy Biotics. SynBiotics. What are they? Why are they important? Why are they essential to your health? What, is, what, is, what are they, really? And that's what we're going to get into and tell you what, where you can get them, what you can do with them, how they work, how they affect your life and your health. First, I want to thank Pro, uh, Promo Life, our sponsor, uh, one of our sponsors, Promo Life makes the finest of home care and now a, a wonderful line of uh, medical uh, ozone, medical generators. Uh, these these devices aren't just for washing fruits and vegetables. You can buy a $100, 200 $300 piece of junk from China online and Make ozonated water and wash your vegetables with it, and I'm sure that'll be adequate. This is for when you have real problems and you really want to get rid of some medical issues and you want a quality um, medical ozone generator, and we've done so many shows on it, and we're going to do some more in the future. Uh, I have a big one probably coming up either next week or the week after on a very important method of intravenous ozone therapy. Well, if you want to do home care, make ozonated water, do vaginal insufflation, which is an ozone douche, or rectal insufflation, which is an ozone enema, uh, bagging for wounds and whatnot, ozone saunas for home care, for skin problems and whatnot, well then Promolife, P-R-O-M-O-L-I-F-E, is the company to go to. There is no finer, better company. You tell them you spoke, or you heard them on. Uh, you heard about it on here on um, functional medicine with Dr. Robbins. Tell them I sent you, and they'll treat you like gold. Um, I always say go online to promolife.com, and you can see all the different products they have, including lines of ozonated oils and whatnot that are just wonderful. Um, And all sorts of supplies you need for home care, even if you have someone else's ozone generator. But fact is, if you call them up, they'll give you one-on-one wonderful help and support. Uh, They have a complete line of videos showing you how to use their equipment. It's just one of the best companies out there. And you won't be sorry if you uh, use them for your products. And they stand behind... Everything they do with unconditional guarantees to make sure you're happy with it and that the product is working correctly. Then we also want to welcome what we're going to be talking about at length today, doctor's biome, colon health. Doctor's biome, as you're going to learn, is not a probiotic. I know we've been talking about it uh, for months now, uh, that it is a probiotic, but guess what? It is not. It is actually a symbiotic. Uh, We're also going to be having a very special radio show uh, coming up either next week or the week after, depending on availability. Um, And it's going to be on epigenetic testing. That's another thing you've probably never heard about. (laughs) Many people haven't. Uh, Many doctors don't even know what it is. Well, epigenetic testing is whereby they take, and ideally in the company that we're going to be having on as a guest... um, They take a sample of your blood and they test certain genes in your blood, certain genetic markers in your blood. And with that genetic testing, they're able to determine what your real age is, not how old you are, your chronologic age, but what your true age is. And that's why you see there are people, I'm sure you know, that are 50 years old Uh, chronologically, but they look and act like they're in their 70s. And then there are people in their 80s, chronologically, that look and act like they're in their 50s. Well, epigenetic testing is now being perfected, and it's able to tell you what your real age is. Then what can you do to slow the aging process down? And uh, I know they asked Rodney Dangerfield, the comedian, he asked his doctor, what can I do to slow the aging process down? He said, my doctor handed me a gun. Well, you don't have to shoot yourself to slow it down. There are things you can do that will actually have a real physiologic effect on your age and, um, and, and, and give you more quality years of life. And one of them we're going to talk about today we believe is symbiotics, and um, uh, which, as you're going to learn very shortly, what they really are. So we're going to be having one of these, one of the top companies in the world that is a leader in the research uh, of epigenetic testing on, and uh, we're going to talk about how it works, how you might want to participate in a um, a free study to determine. One your epigenetic age, but how um, uh, how we might be able to reverse it so that um, you can actually gain years of life, and that's pretty pretty amazing. I mean, it's just amazing what we co- what they come up with all the time in science, and that's why we want to stay here on the forefront of it all on functional medicine. Um, I also I'm going to mention before we get into talking about this something that's very interesting that occurred. Um, it was you know something that's happened to me several times in my practice life, and it's kind of hard for people to understand that this could actually be real. What happens is you have people who come in that are ill, and they have a particular illness, and you might actually have an actual therapy or treatment that they never knew about that can really get rid of it. That's pretty amazing. You would think everybody would be very happy to partake in that uh, particular um, uh, therapy. Well, once they see that they're getting well, believe it or not, they stop coming and getting the care. Now, why would anybody do that? And uh, the reason is they've Grown after discussing this with several of my colleagues who are astute in these areas, and some psychologists and psychiatrists as well, what we found was they are so used to being ill. Their whole this isn't about a life-taking disease, which if they die, they'll be gone. This is about people who are suffering day in and day out. Week in, week out, month, by, and, and, and sometimes for many years. But they're so used to being sick and they've developed a whole support network around being sick. They don't really want to get well. They can't imagine what having a life again would actually bring. Um, in fact, it's, it frightens them. It scares them so much that they will stop coming for care and they'll look to remain sick. And I know this sounds ludicrous and hard to believe, but it's absolutely true. I've had it happen in my practice several times. So I've had to learn not to, at times, be encouraging when people who've been sick for years are suddenly starting to get well. You've got to be sort of more laid back and just you know, say, yeah, I'm really happy for you and let it go with that. And let getting well sneak up on them. Um, there's another problem we're faced with. There's a lot of, for many medical illnesses and diseases, as you probably know, there are varying support groups. There are support groups for herpes. There are support groups for um, complex regional pain syndrome, CRPS. There are support groups for C. diff, Clostridium difficile. These groups are so focused on being in business to help people They're almost not interested in finding a real cure or answer for these problems. There's actually a radio show here here on our network that won't let me go on as a guest because I might have an answer for the problem that this radio show is all about. I've sent them an email, and that we've uh, we've had our producer, a wonderful producer, Tacy Trump, uh, try to help out, and they're just not interested in having me as a guest, where I can talk about ozone therapy and its benefits, or in this case, about doctors' biome colon health and its proven benefits against C. Diff. All right, because you know we have a paper published on that now, showing complete suppression of Clostridium difficile. Well, you would think everybody would want to know that, and we're going to be getting the word out, particularly after we get a clinical trial going on it, uh, which is going to take place in Malaysia sometime around the beginning of, to the middle of October of this year. Uh, this, these, these clinical trials, and by the way, a majority of clinical medical trials are done uh, around the world because they're so expensive to do here in the U.S., and it's all done using certain Basic scientific methods and principles and procedures, so they're very accepted by the medical community as being valid. so don't uh, don't ever turn off to the idea that just because a study wasn't done here in the US that it doesn't have any value or meaning. Um, many, 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 many are done out of country because of the financial uh, burden of doing it here and the uh, relatively inexpensive cost of doing it elsewhere. And with that in mind, we needed to prove uh, the company, um, you know, needed to prove that C. diff can be suppressed, not just in test tubes, but in people. And to do a clinical trial, it has now been approved by the Minister of Health in Malaysia. And it's going to begin, as I said, sometime in the middle of October or so. Now, this is going to be monumental. As I did a show on C. diff, it affects 500,000 Americans every year, putting aside the rest of the world, which now then will number in millions. And as you know, if you remember or listen to the show, it's an infection, a bacterial infection in your gut. That causes uncontrolled diarrhea, killing 28,000 people in this country alone every year, mostly children and seniors who are the weakest for dealing with this problem, but it, kills, it can kill anyone. And what they've been looking for for years is an effective treatment and even preventive for it because antibiotics are necessary. Even if we use ozone, Uh, all the time. It's safe, but slow. And here you have antibiotics commonly being used in many areas. And when it causes C. diff in humans, it can kill. So what they use to treat it is another antibiotic. Now, remember, you're taking an antibiotic to kill off good bacteria, but it also kills the bad bacteria in your gut. And I'm going to relate this to symbiotics. So just hang in there. Okay, so now, uh, so it's going to kill the good bacteria in your gut as well as bad bacteria in your gut. What's interesting is, is the good bacteria as well as many bad bacteria are keeping Clostridium difficile, that specific harmful bacteria, in balance, in check so it cannot overgrow. So once antibiotics have killed off all the good boys and many of the bad boys, infections like C. diff can ensue, and that's where the problem lies. Now you need very special, often risky, in terms of their side effects, adverse effects, I should say, antibiotics like vancomycin uh, to destroy the C. diff. Unfortunately, there's recurrent bouts of it in about 30% of the cases, and this goes on and on until people die. And um, so it's particularly uh, harmful because children get so many prescriptions for antibiotics. All they have to do is sneeze, and even though it's a virus, doctor writes a script for an antibiotic. And mothers are so worried about their children being sick um, they immediately bring them to the doctor. Immediately, the doctor gives them an antibiotic so they can go home with something uh, to even prevent a secondary infection. Um, in hospitals, antibiotics are used pre-op, pro-post-op commonly uh, to t- treat and prevent infection, developing super strains of powerful, uh, harmful bacterias and um uh, so hospitals are always in the use of antibiotics, and this is why we have that C. diff problem in, in the world, let alone just this country. So now, having said all that, uh, one of the treatments for it, in addition, in addition to the use of um, uh, uh, vancomycin and other antibiotics, is and has been studied extensively to use probiotics. Well, I've been making it a study myself. You know, we've done several shows on them. And now as you go deeper and deeper into this area, which could take a lifetime to really learn and become a true expert on one day, I may be, I may allow myself to be called an expert on it. Uh, Many people may think I'm and feel I'm an expert on it, but I've learned there's so much to learn. It could take a lifetime to become one of these um, real true experts on the subject. Well, there's stuff to understand. And um, one of the things we did and we talked about on the show was how 60 minutes uh, had did um, a scathing report, on probiotics. They brought on, and I know a lot of doctors that are listening to this say, well, 60 Minutes isn't a great show. They always want to attack everybody and everything to make them, you know, make it newsworthy and people to be interested in things. And they they get people to come on and say what they want to say or edit it into what they want you to hear. And that may very well be true. But when they did the report on probiotics, they used scientists and doctors who were above that kind of thing. Uh, they just told the truth, and what they told you was that ninety percent of all ninety percent of all probiotics, all right, are destroyed in the stomach. They they don't even reach your small intestine. Um, because they're in a capsule, powder, or tablet form. So we also then spoke, and how they don't have time to come back to life and populate the wall of the colon, even if they were the ones, the correct ones chosen. Well, we came up, of course, with doctor's biome and why doctor's biome was so important and so beneficial and so helpful. But then in researching it and researching more about probiotics, we came up with, Symbiotics. What are symbiotics? Why are they important? Why are they so valuable? Why are they so necessary? As soon as we come back from our commercial break, stay tuned and you're going to learn why this is probably one of the most important shows you've ever listened to. Be right back with you now.
0: Biome today and save 20% with code HealthyGut20. That's Healthy Gut20. Doctor's Biome is a doctor-formulated probiotic shot for your gut and colon health. Our patent pending process allows the bacteria to be alive from inception to ingestion, making them more effective than capsules that use freeze-dried probiotics. The probiotic strains are combined with an organic, non-GMO green juice. Save 20% today by using the code HAPPYGUT. Just go to doctorsbiome.com and use the code HAPPYGUT at checkout.
2: Interested in ozone therapy but don't know where to begin? Making ozone therapy part of your daily routine is much easier than you would guess.
1: Hello, everybody, and thanks for staying with us. And we're now gonna get into a, a very uh, important subject, and it's called symbiotics. So what what are symbiotics? Well, symbiotics are nothing new. They've actually been around in terms of papers being written since 2008. And what happened was, and this is what brought it to my attention, um, uh, in May of 2019, there, the International Scientific Association for Probiotics and Prebiotics uh, convened a panel of nutritionists, physiologists, microbiologists, and other doctors to review and define the scope of symbiotics. Remember that's spelled S-Y-N, not sim S-Y-M. So what the panel did was update the definition of a symbiotic to a mixture comprising live microorganisms and substrates selectively utilized by host microorganisms that confers a health benefit on the on the, the host. Now <laughs> that may sound a little complicated. I'm going to turn it into English for you. So initially Defining symbiotics simply is a mixture of probiotics and prebiotics. And you know what probiotics are they're the healthy bacteria that you find in your gut and that you want to have in your gut. All right. And, um, You know, mostly we use um, Bifidobacterium and Lactobacillus uh, bacterias. Uh, The doctor's biome use very special patented strains of smart bacteria. One of the things making it so special. But let's get back to this now so you understand. So you have probiotics, healthy bacteria, and then prebiotics. Prebiotics could be um, various uh, things, including fiber, Prebiotics uh, help bacterias um, uh, live and survive better. Um, it's not necessarily just food for them which it can be, okay and they use various different uh, products uh, like uh, fructo saccharides I pronounced that one right. I never get it right in my head so well. Um, as o- and other, other um, saccharides to um, uh, support the growth of the bacteria in the gut. So, defining symbiotics simply as a mixture of probiotics and prebiotics, uh, they felt would suppress the innovation of symbiotics that are designed to function cooperatively. Now, symbiotics are used not only for the improved survival of these beneficial microorganisms when added to food, or, uh, but also to stimulate the proliferation of these specific native bacterial strains, not just the ones that you might ingest orally, but others that are living in you. And there, there could be hundreds, if not thousands of different microbes living in your gut. We can't possibly make a pill, a drink, a tablet or anything that contains these thousands of microbiomes. Um, but the, the fact is, there are several thousand various ones and various strains that live in us and exert a, an effect on us. So the first aspect that you need to be taken that needs to be taken into account when, when a, a symbiotic formula is composed is they have to make a selection of the appropriate probiotic strains and the right prebiotics so that they exert a positive effect on you when you take them. Uh, not everything is going to work well in every person. So to find the, the right combination of both these things, first the bacterias have to live comfortably with one another and not overwhelm one another. There are certain um, um, bacterias like Saccharomyces that overwhelm many of the other bacterias. And you don't want that. Even though it can be favorable to digestion, you want to be able to get these bacterias back into the wall of the gut. So what this panel did was that they clarified two types of symbiotics. The first was they clarified that there's a thing called a complementary symbiotic, all right, which has, which has not been designed so that the component parts of this function cooperatively, but it must be composed of a probiotic and a prebiotic. The, they're complementary, but they don't have to work cooperatively, whereas a synergistic symbiotic, does does not need to be so So a synergistic symbiotic is a symbiotic for which the substrate and like for doctor's biome is the actual juice is designed to be selectively utilized by these by these microorganisms so now you have a Um, a substrate and in this case we can call it a juice that the probiotics want to live and grow in and now we're making it more favorable for them to live and grow in it and populate the wall of the uh, colon with a prebiotic as well. So now this is key and essential to understand because remember probiotics aren't just designed to aid digestion. Uh, Probiotics do much more. They make vitamins, they make essential amino acids, and remember all our body is made up of proteins. So you need your essential amino acids, and they use those amino acids, those protein molecules in combinations to make more complex proteins, and this is how our bodies function and work. We also know that these probiotics that are in our gut communicate with our immune system and other organs in our body. This is key and essential to understanding why this is so important. Um, I believe that one day the uh, doctor's biome is going to change their name to a symbiotic uh, or add it on to their name because I think this is very, very essential in people understanding why it's different from everything else out there right now and why it's so essential. Now, by the way, if you're going to be doing rectal insufflation at home, that ozone enema, that gas enema that people do to get rid of harmful problems in our gut and absorb some ozone into your blood, you're going to kill good bacteria off as well. So it's going to be important to put some of these good bacterias back in. And you can do it with a fecal transplant. There's been a couple of deaths of that. That's putting feces directly into the colon or from someone else <laughs> or um, taking it orally, which is not particularly tasty, but doctor's biome is delicious um, because it's in that 100% organic juice. So to determine... The specific properties that are possessed by a prebiotic, they have to have, and most important, a favorable effect on your body. And if they're not having a favorable effect on your body, well, then they're not a helpful or wanted for that matter, probiotic. Um, So synergistic symbiotics are really important now. And... You got to real, and just keep in mind that probiotics have been linked to preventing uh, and, and treating many different problems from all sorts of inflammatory diseases like irritable bowel, you know, uh, uh, irritable bowel disease. Um, uh, uh, oh, it could even be acid reflux for that matter that you have in your stomach, Um Crohn's disease, ulcerative colitis, colitis, ileitis, duodenitis, um, um, colorectal cancer. Um, There's all sorts of medical problems that develop when these healthy bacteria are killed off by ingesting antibiotics, either purposely or in food, for example, in meat or chicken that had antibiotics fed to it that wasn't cooked out. And I know you don't buy that for your home. You may be buying brands that specifically say they they don't add any of that, so you can trust them. Kosher meat and halal, halal meat and chicken are that way, for example. But fact of the matter is, if you eat out or take food out from Uh, Restaurants, they're not necessarily using these brands. They're using commercial brands that may or may not contain antibiotics, even to the best of their knowledge. And for that reason, you may be ingesting antibiotics and not even knowing it. So remember that prebiotics should stimulate the growth of microorganisms, okay? Uh, They have that have a beneficial effect on your health. Probiotics communicate and can troll many diseases and help prevent diseases. People who can't get, who have trouble with weight loss, this is where probiotics become important. Um, uh, People who have autism, uh, cancer, diabetes, mood changes, all these different things can be affected by it. Um, So, you know, keep this, keep this very much in mind when you choose what you want to take. Now, I went and did a search on the internet to try to find out um, uh, more and more about this particular important thing. So, again, the definition of a symbiotic is a mixture comprising live microorganisms, in this case probiotics, and substrate or substrates, in this case liquids usually, utilized by people Uh, to confer a health benefit on you. Now, some of the symbiotics that are on the market have just simply combined a probiotic in a powdered form, which means dehydrated living organisms that have been put into suspended animation, hoping to come back to life. The problem is they are destroyed also 90% in the stomach. And then They come out with the idea, well, we'll put it in a capsule that could survive the stomach acids. Well, if the capsule survives the stomach acids and gets into your small intestine, it has to dissolve there. And one of the problems that people have told me about, patients have told me about, is they discovered capsules such as time-release capsules and whatnot, which are meant to survive the stomach partially open or completely intact in their feces. Now, I know you don't go and look and squeeze and look carefully what's coming out of you in a toilet bowl, but sometimes it could just be floating on top or sticking out when you get up from the pot, as they say. And um, uh, not looking to gross you out, but I'm just saying, people have seen this and reported it to me, which... Instantly made me change some of the brands of uh, and recommendations I used to make when I practiced medical nutrition. So, while symbiotic products out there are in capsule uh, capsule form, ta- uh, the problem is they're not really living anymore. And the key is to have living organisms, and that's very important um, to have a to have the right kind of symbiotic. Um, come into your body. Eventually, it's just going to be on labels, symbiotic, probiotic, prebiotic, so everybody will know that's what you're getting. And then at the same time, you'll know whether it's in a capsule powder tablet form or whether it's in the form of a liquid. So another form of a symbiotic might be considered kombucha, for example. Okay? Or sauerkraut or kimchi. These are fermented vegetables and they're, you know, acidophilus or whatever the bacteria is that they're using helps in the fermentation process. When you get the raw live cultures that are in there, of course, it's aiding digestion. That's what it's for, but it's not going to populate the wall of the colon unless they use the specific patented strains of smart bacteria. Remember, smart bacteria, if you didn't listen to previous shows, are bacteria that actually change their genetic expression when they hit the wall of your colon. They have their genes attached to certain genes in the DNA of your cells so they can live there more happily in your colon versus someone else's colon where they adjust their genetic structure also. And these are actually created and made into patented forms of bacteria that are often very expensive, which is why most companies don't buy them or use them, unlike doctors' biome. Okay? So, remember, we have two different types of symbiotics, complementary and synergistic. And the synergistic ones are the most important ones. The complementary ones are just simply your probiotic and your prebiotic simply in a capsule form that just makes it simple okay and these will target certain microorganisms in your body so they can have a beneficial effect but ideally you have both a complementary and a um, synergistic symbiotic together And that's what makes it the most valuable type of all. And that's what you find in doctor's biome. And I'm not going to not say it again and again, because I want this to hit home. So now, I think we're going to be coming up. We have just another minute or two before we come up to a commercial break. And I want to talk a little bit more about the connection between symbiotics, okay, uh, and, and, and your health and certain serious health illnesses and diseases. Uh, why don't we go to our commercial break uh, now a minute early so I have a little bit more time without a break coming up and we can talk about that. So hang in there and we'll be right back. Uh, listen to our, our sponsors. They're very important and uh, they often offer special discounts so you can listen and take them and uh, we'll be right back with you. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America.
2: Interested in ozone therapy but don't know where to begin? Making ozone therapy part of your daily routine is much easier than you would guess.
0: in a delicious organic juice base. Try Doctors Biome today and save 20% with code HEALTHYGUT20. That's HEALTHYGUT20. are tuned in to Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins. If you have a question or a comment about the show, please call in to 1-866- 472-5792. That's 1-866- 472-5792. You may also send an email to doctor at yahoo.com. Now, back to Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins.
1: Hello, everybody. Thanks for hanging in there. I'm hopefully making a very complex topic a little bit simpler and easier to understand. But this is important because virtually all the probiotics that you may have been taking and spending a lot of money on for years are going in one place and out the other. Um, uh, The other end that is. Um, If you go to, um, uh, Oh, just as an example, uh, Patricia Hilbert, uh, who's an infectious disease specialist and a professor of medicine at Boston U. And what she said on 60 Minutes was that, and I'm going to quote, the whole idea that maybe throwing in good bacteria that we would take by mouth that hopefully would land in the right places in the GI tract and work with the immune system. Well, we just don't know how to do any of that. Um, When she was asked that since the probiotic industry is a multi-billion dollar industry, is there convincing evidence that commercially available probiotics have been found to be beneficial for reducing diarrhea from antibiotics, treating irritable bowel syndrome, and decreasing allergies, and other medical problems, Her, her answer, very surprisingly, was very simple. No, and I quote that, no. But you've been taking them, right? And you've been spending money on it. Um, and um, many of my patients, for example, realizing that that isn't any good, went to other forms like kombucha, for example. So now you're getting closer to what we're looking for. In kombucha, you have a probiotic living in, in a juice, the problem is the bacteria strains that are chosen ferment. And that's one of the reasons why it has to be refrigerated. Now, with that fermentation, um, and what are they eating in the juice? They're eating sugar, you see. And many of my patients are diabetic and they just, or maybe you are as well, and don't want to have sugar in your diet at the same or can't have it for that matter. At the same time, very importantly, um, it produces alcohol. And if you're in AA or if you you have alcohol sensitivities, and for that matter, why does anybody um, uh, want to have an alcoholic beverage? If you want one, drink one. But you don't want to be taking it every day to try to get a bacteria into you. And that's one of the adverse problems that are caused in kombucha and one of the problems the kombucha industry is having is getting licensed to be able to sell it because it has alcohol in it and we control how alcohol is sold for example in beer and it can have those kind of low levels of alcohol that some beers do and this became a problem for them plus you want to have a, a varied number of strains of bacteria that can actually populate the colon wall. Now, the next problem with kombucha would be the fact that it's been well strained, so that the juice that it's in is very watery and liquidy, like most juices. One of the reasons that Doctors' Biome became important was they made a 100% organic vegetable juice out of mint, kale, lettuce, cucumber, celery, apple, and lemons, and they left in some of the fiber. So now you have a prebiotic and a probiotic. And when you drink that, it's a little bit thick. It's just a little bit thick. It's not thick. It flows, but it has some body to it. And the actual juice itself, other than the fiber that's in there, is the um, um, substrate or the, um, um, what the bacteria live and eat and grow in number on. So ultimately, you're getting a huge amount of bacteria that way. Well, there are many studies that have been published now on symbiotics. So that's a big surprise. If you haven't known to look for it, how would you know they're there? So if you go to pubmed.gov, P-U-B-M-E-D dot that's our National Library of Medicine from our National Institute of Health and in search type in symbiotics you're going to find as of this morning 1540 published papers and studies 1540 published papers and studies on symbiotics that's pretty amazing now In reviewing some of this, and that's what I've been doing, reviewing this literature, learning all about it, because I find it not only interesting, but essential and important to all my patients, um, I've learned a bunch of things. So first of all, in one study, they talk about how recent experimental and clinical studies, this was sort of a review on why these are important. So they did a whole bunch of, they did a review on recent experimental and clinical studies that support the fact that bioecological intestinal control, that means controlling the microbiome in the wall of your gut, um, can play with symbiotics, okay, enriched with symbiotics, would reduce systemic inflammation, now, that's inflammation is everything. That's important to anybody with any kind of inf- um, infectious disease or, for example, autoimmune diseases like rheumatoid arthritis or even osteoarthritis. So to reduce may reduce systemic inflammation. They found that it would improve the immunological status of the intestinal mucosa and thus help prevent infections in critically ill patients. Now this is monumentally important, okay? Now they use, they, many of the studies use certain types of um, oligosaccharides, lactulose, oligofructose. They use specific types of prebiotics to see how they'll work, because they're very easily available and whatnot. I, I, as as I always prefer, and as everyone in this show probably listens to this show, does everything natural is a much better way to go. So you always want it to be as natural as possible. But by treating people with symbiotics who have critical illness, it restores these microbial uh, communities. Uh, it restores the healthy biome much faster. So you get a faster healing effect, and that's what all these small clinical trials have done. Um, however, there's many many questions now that rise. Once you do a study, you got to do another study. Many questions now arise about the molecular mechanisms of action or the clinical indications of prebiotics. And this still remains to be a big area of study. And that's why we're getting a clinical trial going in Malaysia on doctor's biome for Clostridium difficile for C. diff. Now, large, random, and that's, by the way, going to be a randomized, double-blind, placebo-controlled study. That is the gold standard in medicine to prove something is beneficial. And when that study is finished, and gets published, we will be reporting it here on our show. So in the next few months, you'll be listening. Hopefully that will uh, be, be finished and we'll be able to come up with it. So there's always a call for more clinical trials. Um, and um, the key is to try to put these symbiotics in as uh, as one one concept and one writer wrote, a functional food. Okay. So if we can make Functional food science, by the way, is a growing area of research. And functional food science basically takes um, uh, new scientific disciplines and food and combines them into something that would be medically beneficial. And functional food is what a symbiotic is. A symbiotic is a form of functional food. And that's another reason why we want to be as natural as we possibly can and not try to just create everything synthetically in a lab. Now, keep in mind, the German definition of probiotics simply is just viable microorganisms in a large enough amount that can populate the wall of the intestine and activate in an active state and exert positive health effects. And companies sell their products as if they actually do that when they actually don't. Not because it wasn't their intention. They have the right intention. But many of these companies, according to the Harvard School of Public Health, um, don't actually know how many microorganisms are in each capsule or, or or tablet or the amount that you're getting they may have done a test here or there and they've come up with numbers but studies have shown that this isn't so And Harvard has called on the FDA to go in and examine this. The problem being that since it's not medicine, the FDA doesn't have a strong interest in looking at all these different companies uh, to prove um, that what the product they're claiming has in it truly does have it in it. Um, That's another thing that Doctors Biome has done. They took their uh, product and sent it to a special independent laboratory to confirm all the 15 different patented strains are in the product that that we that they put in initially, and that what you're getting is what you're paying for. Uh, uh, you're, you're getting what you pay for. That's very important. Uh, it's very important to note that symbiotics are not just used to improve survival of these organisms in food okay but they're used to help you get well that's what makes them truly symbiotic it's designed to maintain health or get you healthy from some medical problem the lack of certain bacteria and having certain bacteria in in your gut can stop you from losing weight so many people who have been losing weight trying to lose weight, but can't, don't realize that their gut, it's not what they're eating, it's what they're not digesting and how their metabolism is now working improperly. And that's been caused by this this lack of proper bacteria in the gut wall. We talked about autism. We've talked about how cancer can come from bad bacteria. Well, probiotics in the symbiotic form, getting into the wall can eliminate many, if not all, of these bad bacteria. So it's important to be taking that quality and that kind of product if you really want to prevent yourself from, from having a serious problem or from getting over a serious medical problem. Well, there's, I, I could go into greater depth on this, and talk about many of the different diseases and conditions that have had positive clinical trials using symbiotics. now. As I said, there's over 1,500 papers now written on it. Um, We're going to hold that off for one of our future shows, and then maybe we'll have some experts come on uh, who can go into some of these details and these trials and everything. Um, But if you're going to be taking... An antibiotic for any reason or you know somebody that is, do them a favor and get hold of doctor's biome right away and have them start taking it. It's going to be essential to preventing having medical problems develop uh, from the kill-off of the good biome in your gut. Uh, Next week, where I'm not sure who our guest is going to be because I'm waiting for confirmation we're either going to be talking about recirculatory hemoperfusion with professor per- Peter Jovanovic of who's the executive director of uh, the society for the advancement of biooxidative therapies um, He's the, which it's nickname, I guess, and you can find it on the internet that way, ozonewithoutborders.ngo, ozonewithoutborders.ngo. Very, very important medical ozone organization open to everyone, not just doctors. So you can learn about all the beneficial effects of ozone therapy, by tuning, uh, going over to that website, joining that organization for a very nominal fee, and, and um, becoming a member. Uh, and they let you come to the medical meetings as well as the doctors like myself who lecture there. Um, in any case, if you have questions, don't hesitate to contact me at ozone doctor, O Z O N E D O C T O R, at yahoo.com ozonedoctor at yahoo.com. If you want to get a major discount on Doctors Biome Colon Health, use the the coupon code RADIO20, R-A-D-I-O 20 okay and with radio 20 you'll be able to save 20% your entire first order and let me tell you it sells out very fast they make small batches only and until it gets cleared that it's safe to sell you may have a delay in getting it so hang in there but pre-order if necessary so you'll be one of the first to get it and then if you want to contact me directly, you can call me in my Manhattan office in New York City at 212 581 0101. That's 212 581 0101. Thanks for listening to me today. Tune in next week and stay safe and stay well, everybody. Bye now.